This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 12th of August. Justin, I've got to tell you this one. Aussie banks have been mm-hmm. quietly cutting the interest rates on savings accounts. In Ooh. fact, banks have cut rates on 90 savings accounts in the past month. Brett, six months after launching an investigation into Google's $2.1 billion mm-hmm. takeover of Fitbit, the ACCC has delayed its final decision Ooh. for another four months. Another four months? Well, we have three wonderful stories right here, right now, Justin. I can't wait to get into it. Let's do it. For our first, Sydney Airport is raising a whopping $2 billion to keep its finances in check after a hefty loss in the last six Mm. months. All right, give it to me straight. What is the story here? Well, there's no denying that there's been a humongous drop in Mm -hmm. airline traffic in the last six months. And this drop has not been kind to Mm -hmm. airlines nor airports. So what happened with Sydney Airport? Well, between January and June this year, Sydney Airport lost over $50 million. Travel restrictions means no passengers flying. No passengers flying equals no flights. And no flights means an airport pretty much has nothing to offer. (laughs) (laughs) To put this into perspective, Sydney Airport had 9 million people fly through it in between January to March this year. That's good. But it was April to June, which really hurt. It only had 400,000 passengers. That's bad. Wow. So what is the key learning here? As an investment, Sydney Airport has long been considered a defensive share Mm. or a defensive stock. But the pandemic has made us reconsider which companies are actually defensive. Mm. So what is a defensive stock? It's a stock that provides consistent results from year to year. This generally remains regardless of the state of the overall share market or the economy. Think Combank. Think Woolworths. But COVID has really shaken all of this up. It's meant we don't really know which companies are truly Mm. defensive anymore and therefore lower risk right now. For our second story, Apple has said, nah, no way, and is not allowing big gaming apps from Microsoft, Google, and Facebook onto the App Store. Ooh, I have to say, this sounds juicy. So, what's the story here? For context, J Man, there is only one way to get an app published onto an iPhone, and that is mm-hmm. through Apple's App Store. And it just so happens that if Apple were to decide that your app isn't in line with its requirements, you're gone. You simply won't be able to be on the Apple App Store. What's happening with the App Store? Microsoft, Facebook, and Google all have really popular gaming apps that Apple is not publishing. The apps from these big companies are kind of like their own mini app store within Mm. the app store because they have many games inside them. And because those three companies don't want to submit each individual game to Apple for review, Apple's denying their apps in their app store. So what's the key learning here? In a strange way, Apple's going to battle against the gaming industry. The question is, is Apple doing this because it actually wants to maintain its strict Mm -hmm. terms of use? Or is it because Apple is being anti-competitive. What's interesting is that given that Apple allows services like Netflix and Spotify Mm -hmm. to release content without Apple reviewing every piece of it, Mm -hmm. why not allow a similar service for gaming? At the end of the day, it's the users like you and me who tend to lose. Mm -hmm. That's because it results in a worse user experience and less access to quality Mm -hmm. products. For our third and final story, Flux family, August is a juicy time for the investment community. It's when companies announce their performance over the last financial Today, we're looking at a few Australian retailers that have earned big profits this year and Mm -hmm. how shareholders are winning out. This is a spicy one, Brett. So what is going on here? Well, some background. Over 60% of Aussies who have received stimulus payments have spent the money. So it makes sense that retailers like Adairs Mm -hmm. and Nick Scully have just announced big jumps in sales and profited big time. People are bored at home and suddenly realise how uncomfortable their bed sheets are. (laughs) (laughs) Or how empty the corner of their room looks. (laughs) But here's the juicy part. Despite huge jumps in sales, both companies' financials benefited hugely. 
hugely by receiving billions of dollars in JobKeeper subsidies back in April. Luckily for shareholders in these companies, some of that money has now been paid out as dividends. So what's the key learning here? All right, bro, we hear the word a lot, but what actually is a dividend? A dividend is money from a company's earnings that is given to mm. its shareholders. These payments made by publicly listed companies are kind of used as reward to investors mm -hmm. for putting their yep. money into the company. And dividends generally happen when there's been a nice increase in a company's share price or performance. We all win together. So the fact that some retailers are maintaining or increasing dividends, but have also mm -hmm. recently received government stimulus is a bit of a messy situation. Mm. Flux family, we are growing the tech side of our business and we're on the lookout for an awesome designer to help us out. If that's you or someone you know, hit us up at flux.finance on Insta. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.